Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Gambit podcast. We are got a ton to talk about tonight. It's uh, mods, GLs, and Grand Arena galore. Um, so, standard start to the podcast on Twitch now. Just uh, so you guys in the chat know, since this is our podcast, we uh, will acknowledge you in the chat, usually through written form, while we keep the podcast going. With that said, hello, everybody. Um, it's good to see you. It is good to see you. Zareth, we're here. Uh, GA has started, and we have a ton of updates from CG. At the same time, we don't have a ton of updates from CG. So how are you this week? <laughs> oh, man. I'm kind of overwhelmed. I'm excited, though. Uh, this is going to be a big week for for all Swaga kind. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, so why don't we get started with what we do know, and that is mods are changing. And we at least know a little bit about that. Um, so last week we went off the air. The very next day, CG decides to put out, or actually the same day that most people listen to the podcast, the uh, CG put out a new update that mods are increasing. Uh, we're going from now 6E to 6A. What are your initial thoughts on that? Oh man, it's, uh, they, so they surprised me. I, I honestly, they surprised me and didn't surprise me. Like you, we, you know, that when we had, uh, I mean, just last week we were saying, okay, so they're going to, they're going to give us a new way to advance our accounts. Like we're going to have more GP. We're going to have a way to make our roster more powerful. And my prediction was like, I, I thought that it was most likely that we would have 6D mods. I did not expect them to also add 6C and B and A. I also, uh, the thing that really caught me by surprise though, is they're letting us have more roles on our mods. So now we'll get a total of what, like nine roles, something like that. Uh, something like that. Nine or 10. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, like we'll have we'll have a bunch of we'll have a bunch of roles on our mods. So now our mods that are like, oh yeah, it's kind of cool, but I only got one role on speed. Like this mod is really awesome because it, it rolled four times on offense, once on speed. Now it's like man, I could potentially get another three or four roles on that speed mod. So uh, I don't know. It's cool. It's I just don't know what the impact is going to be. It's hard to predict. What are your thoughts? Uh, well, I think it's going to speed up the game if it doesn't necessarily speed up your best mod set. Because here's, if you look at my best mod set, which is currently on the Sith Empire team still, um, almost every mod on Darth Revan and Bastila already have five rolls of speed. So it might make them hit a little ha uh, harder, but it's not necessarily going to speed up that team. Um, but what it's going to do is it's going to let my B and C mods turn into, you know, A1, A2, A3 type mod sets where they only hit for speed four times. And rather than being at the 23, 24 speed range, they're sitting at 18, 19, 20. And if I have five chances to have them jump up to 84 or uh, 24, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting, interesting to see how the B teams uh, speed up. 
without with all of this. Yeah, I, I think we're not. So we're going to see the Kraken accounts like just explode with crazy mods, and we're going to see the lower level accounts like not actually be affected at all. Is kind of my prediction. But so here's my question, and we're getting these through uh, feats in Galactic Challenges. For now, that's the only way they're releasing them. I'm 99% sure that these are going to be released somewhere else as well. Um, yep. I don't even think Kraken... I mean, Kraken accounts might get more than me because I don't have, you know, random Karth team up at G13. Um, but I don't know if right away we're going to see a giant explosion. And, you know, some people, especially in chat, are saying packs. But if you think back to when the Sith Raid came out, uh, the G12 right side pieces, they didn't come in packs or when it was first released. In fact, that was a huge complaint is you couldn't buy your way to whatever. It was, uh, they kind of slow rolled it and then they made it farmable. And then, oh God, look, now it's in the weekly store every 18 or every week you get it. So um, I wonder if they're going to do the same type of thing. Yeah. They're, like everything, they're going to roll it out slowly and then make it more and more available. And then yeah. eventually it'll be more commonplace. And then we'll find, we'll find ourselves uh, with another roster advancement mechanic. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that, that's just how it works. That's not even me being cynical. That's if you play this game, that's just how it works. So, um, well, that's what that's how it has to work. I mean, the game yeah. uh, you and I were talking um, earlier this week, or actually technically last week, uh, where when I finish the palp requirements, I'm going to have over 100 G13 at this point. If they don't give another way to advance the roster, I'm going to be left like G13ing Tuscans at some point. Like you have to, as a game developer, give the next, the next way to advance. It's not even a money thing. It's uh we want the game to survive. The game's not going to survive if there's nothing to do. Um, so we had to get something. And I'll be honest with you. I'm glad if we're getting something, it's this and not like a relic eight that gives a new ability or something. Dude, or or just like plus 20 or plus 30 speed. Right. Yeah, exactly. So like kill me now. If it's mods that and you can get excited about mods. Here's the thing where, uh, you know, Reddit or all these people that hate the game that also play the game love to say it's a gambling mechanic. It's they're trying to catch you. Mods is kind of like that gambling feeling, though. It's like, all right, just one roll more, just one roll more, you know? And so um, when you're getting something up to 6A, in theory, you already love that mod. Like, I can tell you, I already went through my roster and found, like, the first six to eight mods that I'm going to advance. And no matter how any of the rolls hit, I'm going to be happy because it's a mod with... 20 speed and it's got an offense secondary and a crit chance secondary and you know maybe a protection secondary and since i know it's already at 20 speed no matter how it hits five more times i'm going to be happy with the secondary piece mm. that hit 
Dude, cue cue the the rage posts of people who uh, <laughs> who show like uh, four rolls on defense, flat defense, and four rolls on uh, defense percent. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. On like a on like a crit damage triangle, and I'll be like, "Why did you keep rolling? Like <laughs> you, you have four natural speed on that thing, and no right. offense. Like maybe stop wasting your stupid resources. Like." Right. Maybe well, just stop with that. It's um, it's the same people that roll, um, you know, a gray mod to blue. It still hasn't. It only hit speed on that initial gray roll, and didn't hit speed. And they're like, "Well, maybe I'll take it to purple." You know what? If I take it to gold, it might get to plus ten. It's, why? Right. <laughs> why? Uh, well, like unless unless there's an intriguing other stat that they keep advancing. You know, it's like okay, so having a little speed is great, but I would love to, like, you keep hitting that big offense percent number, and you're like, oh, yeah. I'll... So if I, I have a I have a double chance of getting something awesome, I could either get an offense roll, an offense percent roll, or I could get a speed roll. Like, that's, that's a reason to keep going. But if you're just going for the speed, yeah, like, just maybe stop and, <laughs> you know, go home okay. and rethink your life, perhaps. That's right. In fact, I'm, I'm going to answer, and we already sort of are answering one of the podcast questions now, so we're getting out of the way fast. Um, so, you know, the first mod I'm going to roll is, I actually, well, I, I wish I took a picture of it to show, um, but it's my offense mod that's on Supreme Leader Kylo, the cross, and it it's hit for speed four times at plus 23. It has defense secondary of 3.13%. It has a straight offense secondary that hasn't hit. And then it has a 3.1% chance, a uh, crit chance secondary. So literally I'm going to pick this mod and I'm going to focus on it because I know no matter how it rolls, I'm going to be happy. And if you just, if you look at doing it that way and look at all the secondaries, you can never be disappointed when you're rolling a mod. You can't go into it hoping Oh, here's five more chances of speed, and then get pissed if it doesn't roll speed. <laughs> well, and it's it's going to be prohibitively expensive too. Like these, oh, God, these, yeah. these materials are not going to be like easy to get. Like already, it's hard enough to get the the lower the five star uh, upgrade mats or the five dot upgrade <laughs> mats. The yeah. six dot upgrade mats are just going to be obnoxious as hell. Like I, you're not going to go to six A without a very good compelling reason or, or without being significantly dumber than you should be. Right. So uh, like, anyways, I, it'll be interesting to see, man, we're, we're going to see on the top end rosters, we're going to see an explosion of plus 20 speed uh, roles uh, on their mods. Like, you know, all, all these different guys who, who have already, uh, who have a lot of resources and they're going to spend a lot of money to get it. Um, and also already have all the rosters to actually get these upgrade materials. Yeah. And otherwise th- there'll be, there'll be kind of a, I don't know. I don't think there's going to be an enormous shift. And, and frankly, like, I don't know how much this is going to impact the game in a massive way. Like I think it will impact it everything with mods to do with mods does impact things but we're going to i think the the changes are going to be much more subtle let much less dramatic than the shift for instance to you know like when they introduced gear 13 and then relics like both of those shifts were dramatic in their implications immediately yeah 
And yeah. these mods are going to take some time to actually filter out. And we're, it's all going to kind of feel organic. Like you and I will be doing them at our rate and the people at our level are going to probably be doing them at a similar rate. And so we, we won't necessarily notice a huge difference until we're like, oh, remember how, remember how you used to only have like 40 uh, plus 20 speed rolls? <laughs> like, oh yeah, that was funny. Like that was, that was quaint of us, wasn't it? Ha ha ha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, what I'm sort of excited on my alt account, if I can do the feats, because that's, you know, free to play, it might have high GP, but it's not necessarily the best GP, is my plus 10s and plus 15s are kind of right in line with good accounts. But then the plus 20s, I've just had awful luck at getting plus 20s on that account. So, you know, Gom just said it in chat, where it's a massive catch up mechanic, it might let that account start to catch up on the plus 20s to be even with everybody else because it's not that I'm not putting the work into it in that account. It's just plus 20 rolls don't come easy in that account. It's coming even harder. Um, yeah. But the first two, the first two things I thought about with these mods actually had nothing to do with speed. Um, the first one was the cam mission because it's, sometimes it's hard to hit all of those goals that you need to for your characters. Uh, if you're upgrading mods now that are giving you extra rolls at speed or extra rolls or health to hit those goals, or even offense for like Echo or Arc, that's only going to help people uh, and help guilds get cam. And then the second was in the five, or the counter to Supreme Leader Kylo that uses fives, where you, you want his defense to be what, or his armor to be 82%, but you also want his health to be like 80K or 90K, that's next to impossible if you don't have god mods already to put on him. Um, but here you find an offense or a defense cross uh, with a health set with health and defense secondaries, and you just roll that 10 times, and you're basically guaranteed to get a fantastic mod for him. True. You know, Solo, it's something that just occurred to me. This is really interesting, actually, uh, as I see it. Um, yeah. So this is actually so. All right. Let, let me let me kind of like go off on this wild tangent for just a minute here. Um, so <laughs> so like in, in the game Clash of Clans, um, people would do these crazy things to be able to game like you, you want to get these good war matchups. Right. Uh, like, you know, you you have your clan, you go to war, you, you get rewards for winning all of this stuff. Um, and so you want to win. And so what people do, they, they, you know, only upgrade certain kinds of defenses and they totally cheese things, you know, like they just game the system so that they have the best possible matchup, similar to how we do it in Grand Arena, where we only upgrade our characters, you know, like my alt, I only have Relic 3 at, at max. And, you know, so I get all these favorable matchups because I'm playing against people who aren't constructing their roster in a way that can match that in terms of uh, just uh, the you know, top 65 or whatever. Um, you know, everyone does that. Everyone's, well, a lot of the top players at least are gaming it, you know, bus 74, whatever. He does that. Every, everyone who is at the very top plays that game to some degree. And um, what, what happened in Clash of Clans though, is like, they, they didn't like that. They didn't like that people were just gaming the system like that. And so they started in they started forcing people to upgrade things or to place defenses. And, um, 
you know, through different mechanics and made it, made it so that they didn't have certain, you know, upgrades available to them. Like, so they'd be materially hurting themselves by not upgrading those things to make those war matches a little bit more favorable um, or a little more equitable or whatever, like more equal, uh, you know, kind of forcing people to play the game they want to play. And in a way, this is actually going to be doing the same thing. Like, I don't know if the developers necessarily care, have a stance about if you're gaming the system or not, but it, it almost looks like it. Like they're, if you want to get the highest end materials, you're gonna need relics on your teams. Like you're gonna need high relics in a lot of cases. And so like, and if, so if you want to actually update your roster past, you know, six E mods, you're actually gonna have to put some relics on your teams. Yeah, yeah. I heard somebody saying, oh, no, I hope you can't put these mods or they don't gate it behind G13 for 6A mods. I kind of hope they do, to be honest with you. And I know newer players are going to say that we shouldn't do that, but you need something to strive for. You know, if you are the guy in Division whatever that just wants to only work on mods and keeps their GP low and say he has five, six, I don't know how he's going to get, you know, these six, a mods or the material from the feats. But if there is a pack and he only upgrades his mods, he'll roll through a lot of people in division say eight, nine or eight, seven, six, five, even four, just, you know, if he makes his troopers faster than the Darth Revens that aren't that hard in Division Four, and apparently he can counter them. So we'll see. Right, uh, it's dude. It's going to be really interesting. I think it's going to change a lot of things. Um, Forstu in chat was is saying he wants to know what the GP increase we're going to see is, and that that is actually super relevant oh, yeah. for, like, if if we want to have our best teams have have the best mods, it's like suddenly these characters, like, if they really if they really mess with if they really tweak the the increases, like, it could really mess up our top uh, sixty five or whatever. And, and by the way, just as a, another tangent. They the the different matchup bots. They need to start adding fleets to their uh, calculations because it's it's clearly it's clearly taken into account by CG. Like before, it wasn't as relevant, but now fleets are extremely relevant. And like when you see the matchups, when you see the the bot or you see the the matchup GP uh, calculations, like it's it's totally totally <laughs> off now. It is. I you know I kind of also hope. I hope, and I don't hope at the same time, that the GP increase to go to like 6A is, you know, 1,000 or 2,000 from, you know, from the total 6E to 6A, so all the way up. Because like you said, if they have packs, the Krakens are going to go out there and immediately just three teams worth of uh, 6A mods. Let them Let them jump up over me, you know, let them let them do that and go to a point where I'm never going to get matched up with them because I just can't keep up with the mods slicing. That way, everybody I'm facing has the sort of same set of mods as I do or the same same potential to have uh, the 6A mods that I do. Dude, it's going to be so nasty seeing these nest teams that like <laughs> people who, who like super specialized nest uh, 
who'd only get health percent rolls and tenacity increase <laughs> okay. rolls. Like, I, uh, I really like the idea or, or offense, you know, like you, you could, you're going to have some pretty gross mods. I'm, I'm excited. I'll, okay. I'll say, I'll say this though, uh, as well, though, uh, I'm saying though a lot, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say this, uh, it's, it's going to be a, a stressful chase for a little bit. We're going to, I don't want to have to start switching mods all the time. Oh God, like, no. There's no. going to be some pressure now. People are going to be like, dude, you have good mods. I'll be like, it costs costs a lot of time and effort and headaches. Maybe this will also come. They'll get, they'll give us a surprise extra 500 mod slots or something on our storage. <laughs> oh, that would be so nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. Because the first time I have to switch mods, I'm going to be cranky. But um, you talk about Nest mods. You know what this actually, it made me think of my Chewy because I've been threatening for like a month now to remod my Chewy because right now he has, you know, the 150 plus percent tenacity on him uh, for the gas counter. And I, I haven't used CLS to counter gas in months ever since uh, Galactic Legends came out. And but if I can now turn his tenacity mods into the offense secondaries on him, so I don't have to remod, but I can just fix the mod so he has 150% tenacity, but he also has two or three mods that, you know, have rolled like what, six to 7% offense at the same time. Good Lord. That's like the ideal right there. Yeah, dude, I agree. It's going to, I'm really interested to see where this will go. I have a feeling there'll be there'll be some implications as well, just in terms of roster development and what squads, what what you can actually do. And we don't know yet. We'll we'll have information this week, probably, but we don't know yet how we're going to like how fast we're going to be able to do this. Right now, it's right. like I I only I only get like two to three at most uh, 60 mods unless I actually spend crystals, which I normally don't. Yeah. So like, you know, even if I'm winning Grand Arena, it, it, you know, three matches in Grand Arena, it still only gives me like one extra uh, material. So gonna be interesting. We should probably move on to the next topic. We've talked about mods for forever, but. Well, uh, real quick. Um just about how it's going to affect fleets because we all hate fleets um <laughs> or at least we hate we hate the stagnant uh portion of fleets where four ships have the same exact speed uh if it's like going from 5e to 5a just if people don't know it's not going to matter uh in fleets one bit now that doesn't mean that it's going to be like from 5e to 5a but it's it, it's if it's the same as 5e to 5a right now, it's not going to affect fleets. And let's hope it sort of stays that way because I don't want my first oh, dear what, Lord. 30 mods sliced to be on my fleet. Uh, uh, yeah. team. I like Ahsoka on the Padme team, but she is the last person I want to put <laughs> all 6a mods on. I just don't care. She has, she has 6e mods and that was enough. Right. Yeah. I, I don't want, I don't want to improve her at all at this point uh right maybe maybe i'll just switch to only a malevolence fleet that way i can have two pilotless ships <laughs> yeah that's that's what we need we also this is going to be interesting there's there's a lot of implications and we'll, we'll just have to see like tomorrow we'll probably have more information 
I, I am glad though we've been talking about getting a mod uh, increase on our uh, our upgrade mechanic on uh, on this cast for a while now. Predicting it, I'm glad it's finally come to fruition. Uh, just need need that overt pat on the back, patting ourselves on the back here because totally did predict that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next on to the next thing because we have. God, there's a lot that's happened in the past week since our last podcast. Um, Galactic Legends, the event is in a day and a half in theory. Um, yeah, right? We still there don't people, have... <laughs> there are people with 30,000 energy saved up too. Yeah, I'm not going to have 30,000 energy saved up, but I do think tomorrow after our squad arena, or squad arena, after our guild uh, reset, I'm just going to start collecting energy. Um, you know, I'm not going to be like Kleso. I, I think even Kleso has, uh, what, he showed us a screenshot of like 2,200 energy saved up to go first. Uh, but I think I might get a jump on it. We'll see. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see about that one. Because um, I also kind of want other people to unlock it a day or two before me. That way they can do all the events and mess it up and then I can learn from their mistakes. So I might not save energy. We'll, we'll see how I'm feeling tomorrow. Yeah, I'm good with waiting for a little bit at least. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I, I remember the frustration, man. The I guess I, I passed, let's see, I failed my first two attempts on the Kylo one until I realized the mechanic was just, uh, you can't let them get turn, bonus turn meter. So if you just keep handing advantage to Hux, then you you eventually win. Um, right. And then I didn't fail any, but I remember the the extreme frustration of like failing that and then eventually failing the ultimate a couple times for Supreme Leader Kylo before he got all the buffs. No one no one should judge people who failed no. that Kylo mission ultimate mission before he got buffed. Like feel free to judge people now because <laughs> they they failed on a way different level. But like. That, that was legitimately like I wanted to throw my phone more than I've ever wanted to throw it because it's like yeah. that's like a day at least of like extreme mod far or energy farming on those tickets and then it's just wasted like I would be oh, yeah. I'll be happy to have a couple days of people like making mistakes and then hopefully communicating that to the rest of the <laughs> community and me benefiting from it like right. I'll exactly. wait for it well luckily like I said <clears throat> Kleso has energy saved up and his video on the Supreme Leader Kylo uh, Ultimate is probably the best one I watched. Uh, and in yeah. fact, <laughs> I never failed because of him and the Supreme Leader Kylo buff. So hopefully Kleso makes another video and we can all learn. <laughs> yep, I know. Kleso can be the front runner on this one. I'll, yes. I'll be there to uh, nitpick the, the minor the minor <laughs> fails that he has. I'm, I'm right. sure there'll be like one or two small things that I'll be like, hey guys, um, Here's the updated better version <laughs> and then i'll link to i'll of course link to him but of course yeah you know yeah. but but i'll I'll mostly get credit for being smarter and that it will it'll be false but it'll be great as well <laughs> no yeah. um and to be clear guys Cleso is Cleso is a great guy um you know and i am probably not smarter than him i'm guessing <laughs> so oh. Oh. um Let's see what what what's the next thing? Oh yeah, we're, we're still talking about Galactic Legends. About so, Galactic Legends, yeah. Um, so, so how close to you? How close to ready are you, Solo? I 
need to, well, I need about 16 salvage um, for a G12 piece on Mon Mothma, and then I'm ready. I haven't applied the relics yet. I'm waiting until after Grand Arena Lock to apply the relics. I'm going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be, oh, look, here's your matchups. And then I'm going to say relic, 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 and drop all the relics on them then, just so that I don't have them on my matchmaking GP for this Grand Arena. Um, but I should, you know, my daily reset just hit. So as soon as we finish the podcast, I shall, should have Mon Mothma G13. And she was the final requirement. Uh, what about you? I, I'm really close. I, I haven't actually looked at all this stuff. I, I'm, I am very pretty close to just 100% that I have all the relic stuff available. Um, I've been saving it. Uh, the, biggest, the biggest bottleneck for me will be, so I have Mothra at uh, 90, I think 90 or 91 out of 100. So uh, I'll even if I can't find her in the shipments, and if I find a, plus, a 16, I'm going to have to make some real value choices here. Um, uh, some really, but uh, if I don't find her in shipments, I should still be able to get her farmed before the event starts. Uh, and then everyone else is gear 13. So I'm, I'm basically there. I'll be waiting until GA lock to get all of the final relic levels. Like I, I really don't need Lando interfering with my matchup GP for right. for at least next week. Well, you know, I was thinking about it and realistically these guys probably won't interfere with our matchmaking GP, but I'm not taking the chance. Um, Cause without Zetas, I, I don't think they're going to, uh, but like R2, I have them at R, I've had them at R4 for, God, almost a year now at this point. Um, but I'm not putting him to R7 because that's going to inflate my matchmaking GP by like 3,000 or 4,000. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're, the matchmaking is only by a couple thousand or, you know, 10,000, I'm not, I'm not messing with that. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, it's not going to be like the way I did with Ray where, um, I, I just got everyone to gear 13 and then like the week before, like I, I, I just like, I got everyone ready right on the edge, didn't put any relic levels on. And then I registered for, uh, for Grand Arena. And then I put, I applied all the relic levels to all mm -hmm. of them and then went crazy hard on the <laughs> tickets and got her unlocked before the next GA lock. Yeah. You know, so so I went from having like nothing, no no footprint for Ray really, unless except for characters that I wanted to have the, at those gear levels and relic levels, and then I went from having that from no footprint to a fully relic seven, a, a, you know, finished Ray. Like that's that's how that's how to do it now in, in the current G Grant or in the current uh, Galactic Legend landscape. That's not going to happen for this particular. Um, yeah is my guess yeah uh, maybe. I'm, I'm going to rush to unlock him for sure i'm not putting i'm probably not going to put the zetas on until i get him probably well maybe a g12 because even a g12 supreme leader kylo he was a, a headache to try and counter if you stuck him on defense so maybe a g12 i'll put the zetas on but as i'm gearing up 
Luke, I am not going to put the Zetas on until he's ready, basically. Um, so we'll see, <laughs> you know, uh, but I don't think no matter what I do, I did the math. There's no way I have the ultimate ready for this grand arena. Realistically, I don't see many people having the ultimate ready for this grand arena. Maybe that guy in Maw that has 30,000 energy saved, <laughs> but you Maybe. know, um, I don't think we're going to have to worry about an ultimate Luke or Palp, at least not a right, not right away. Not this grand arena. Next grand arena might be a headache. Maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Uh, my guess is that the people who are dedicated enough to actually get ultimates are probably going to be try hard to the level that you and I won't see it this championship, but almost certainly to the next one. And right. maybe, maybe this championship, like you and I will have the ultimate, what, within two-ish weeks of the event starting, probably, uh, assuming no mass cat- catastrophic fails. Yeah, I, um, let's, well, if you look at what I did for Ray and Kylo, it took a, about five, five and a half days to unlock the Galactic Legend, and then probably another 12-ish to get the ultimate. So right there, that's 17 days. So I, I if it's the same, I can probably get Luke done in three weeks, basically. A little less than three weeks. So that would be the start of season 13 of Grand Arena. Gosh, 13. We need to hit the reset button on the numbering. There's People are going to be like, do I really want to play Championship 36 or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so it's like, wow, this is old. This, is, this game mode is super old. But yeah. um but yeah, we're uh, people are asking if we have the Zetas saved, and that's we do. We have we have yeah. all the Zetas. I we, I, I even yeah. managed to put one on Pow the other week, and I'll still have have enough. Same, same. Uh, that's you know at this point, um, my our old guildmate Cap uh, used to call me Zeta Base uh, because I led the guild. I still lead the guild in Zetas. Uh, I I always and you're. I mean, right next to me, it's just a question of, did we apply the same amount? Usually when you look at the right. comparison. <laughs> so well, uh, we're, we're not in the same guild. Anyway, my, that, my alt is a little bit behind you. Yeah, I, I would hope so. <laughs> but um, I'm gaining, I'm gaining because I don't lose matches on my alt. So eventually I'm going to have more Zeta mats. <laughs> You'll have more Zetas on the alt than on your main at some point. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, my alt is slowly gaining on my main. is noxious yeah. as hell, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I usually have three Zetas just saved up, just just in general that I haven't applied for any new characters that get released. So they announced the Galactic Legends, and I just had to save up three more, basically. And then, like you, I applied the POW Zeta before GA lock last week. Um, I did it, and then I have no, I have not used it, or even oh, really? close to using it. So <laughs> yeah, Momo's but been on defense for me every day yeah my my pal still gear 11 i think maybe he's 12 now but that, that squad isn't ready it isn't grand arena ready for me unless it's a desperation squad so yeah um anyways though like we should so uh, let's briefly talk about the what what the rumored kits are are well they're not sure. rumored exactly like there's they've hinted so, at hinted at so kits. on the yeah, they and they they went on uh, the the what's it the Galactic, Galactic War report, War report yeah. um, and they 
we, we need to get them we need to get the devs on this podcast is what we need to do um but do. they they went to they went to galactic war report and uh talked a little bit about what the kits are going to be in general and it's kind of like we predicted at least in terms of luke like he's not going to have a lot of hitting power he you know like summon stick might actually be an ability we don't know but um <laughs> like he, he's mostly going to be like a trainer guy he's going to make jedi better is what they say i'm guessing he's going to be able to train other light siders uh probably going to make zalbar obnoxious as hell because uh every zalbar is going to be great with every light side galactic legend probably uh yeah and anyways we're I think the interesting, the most interesting thing is they have like a different form that they hit when they reach uh, their ultimate. Right. So here's my biggest question or what I'm most interested in, because the devs said that they've tested uh, the new GLs against the old GLs. And in theory, there's a counter to everybody uh, that they found. So hopefully that does ring true you know their suggestions on teams to use aren't always the best (laughs) but hopefully it is true that galactic legend luke counters uh kylo but kylo counters galactic legend luke you just need to find the right team um but what i'm most curious about is their ultimates aren't like the uh kylo or ray ultimates where you know Kylo's ultimate, he does the big hit and then he's damage immune for one, two, or three turns. Ray does, uh, becomes damage immune and then she comes out and does a big hit. It doesn't sound like that's what their ultimates are like. Uh, it's more of they transform. So I just, I'm curious how they survive the initial ultimate to then kill the other Galactic Legend. Because a lot of these. GL battles are who times their ultimate right, and then you kill the opposition. Because my Ray, and every time I counter um, SLK with my Ray, it's Ray getting the killing blow with her ultimate. And, you know, Kylo, Kylo's not exactly the same, but him being damage immune for three turns really does change the battle. So I'm just curious to see how how the new GLs counter the ultimates on the old GLs if the new ultimates are different. Yeah. So uh, someone in chat said this and I was about to say it myself. Um, Like maybe at least with Luke, maybe he's not, uh, maybe he's not going to be targetable like Mon Mothma, but then he just doesn't actually fight. He just sends people issues them forth. So all you have to do is kill four characters, but he makes those four characters really damn hard to kill. It it very well could be, but uh, I'm sure that part of it is they did actually figure it out um, and have that part of it, you know, uh, ironed out because they are actually very good at making kits. The past year has shown nothing but good character. So I trust that these kits are going to be good. Um, I'm just curious how, how they all interplay. That's probably the thing I'm most excited about for them. Well, they will. So, so they are good at making kits. They're good at keeping, staying within the, like the intent of the kit. They also do, do little adjustments. I, I predict that we'll at least get, we'll get a couple 
Uh, I don't know what they'll be. Obviously, we don't even know what the kits are, but we're going yeah. to get some kind of a, a tweak to our to the kits. Right, and it, and if it's a little tweak, you know, it, that just kind of happens when four hundred thousand people play with a character. You know, in one day they get more playtesting hours than if you had one hundred playtesters test it for two weeks. Uh, you know, so those little tweaks I think have to come. It just hopefully it's not a big tweak like oh by the way we're adding 30 speed and you can't be crit hit good luck guys <laughs> yeah, that that was a pretty egregious one but yeah to be fair i like i think once the dust is settled like i don't think anyone is necessarily hugely complaining about about that like um it, i did it, for it a just... month and a half until luke came out <laughs> oh i mean it, it's frustrating but i, I think now so in a year, like people are just going to assume that that's like, I don't think that it's a huge, enormous, ridiculous balance shift. Like in the yeah. moment, yes, it was catastrophic. I think like it was, it was dramatic, the change. I think long-term now, you know, even now I, I just don't see, I don't see Kylo as dramatically more powerful than Ray in terms of countering. And maybe that's just because I'm looking at him from the lens of a, like, I just want to use off-meta counters against them, but like there's actually, uh, I feel more, I feel like there's more counters developed for against Kylo right now than there are against Ray in terms of off meta counters. Um, I don't know about that because off meta counters to Ray now, if you are, you have the Jedi at Revan gas lead, um, you have a Luke Nukem squad, you have, you still have Darth Revan, you still have Vader. I mean, it's not like there's a few. It's just people have sort of stopped using a couple because they got too expensive. Well, like the Darth Revan one is essentially the same as Darth Vader. There's they just they like they both have Watt and Thrawn in there with a tank and you know like ways to get rid of the taunt and everything. Like I, I see I see Darth Revan as a more expensive version of Darth Vader. Uh, it's sort of that counter like yeah though i will I say i feel more safe with the vader counter at this point than the darth revan counter against most teams well darth vader has more more builds that it can actually take down for sure right. um right and like supreme leader kylo i i don't know like there there's still not a ton of counters to them uh but one way or another there's I don't feel helpless against either of them. I, I will be interested, man. We, you and I were speculating on what teams might actually uh, like what off meta counters are going to be for these new, these new uh, characters. I'm like, I don't, I don't really see any teams that are going to be able to do that. Like Padme is going to be less and less relevant as we move along as like health percentage uh, damage is just completely negated within the GAC meta. Right. Yeah. I, it's, it's kind of funny to see because if just like, well, I guess a year and a half ago she came out, um, she was so powerful and now she's basically resigned to defense for me, <laughs> you know? Um, so, so it'll be interesting to see how Padme shakes up, especially since everybody has half the Padme or three quarters of the Padme team at R7, thanks to Fleet. So in six months, when when of account has uh, four Galactic Legends, 
I don't even see a place for Padme almost. Like, I'll be really interested to see. Like, what does she even counter? Yeah, Night Sisters aren't going to be on defense at that point when somebody has right. four Galactic Legends. Um, and Chupio makes her completely uh, worthless against against that as a CLS team. Like, a, yeah. a lot of the niche things that Padme does well, like is Grievous. I, I, I just put a video out saying that I, I think Grievous is going to be more on offense in the future. Honestly, like I think his usefulness on defense is going to start waning a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think it already has, um, you know, it, it's not, it hasn't reached that point yet, but I think you can see the kind of peak and the downturn at this point. I'm still scared of a Grievous team. That's, you know, full R5 plus, I'm still not going to feel comfortable against that, but I have multiple teams that can counter it. Right. Uh, well, yeah. So six months from now, let's, let's rediscover. <laughs> let's, let's see what, we'll yeah, be like, right. man, remember when Padme used to be good? <laughs> yeah. She'll still be relevant. It, it's just. She will be, but I mean, like, look at bounty hunters. I mean, when a year and a half, not even a year and a half, a year and two months ago, when we started this podcast, bounty hunters were a huge team to still have for Grand Arena. Now, if you don't have a relics bounty hunter team, they're kind of like, uh, eh, you know, thank yeah. you for giving me trooper bait because you put them on defense. Right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the so, one thing, I, oh, since we're, we talk about Grand Arena, obviously, that's what this podcast is for. Um, what I'm really curious to see is in the future of Grand Arena, if they don't increase the teams that are on defense, all of their marquee characters that get released really aren't going to be usable. Um, when you think about it, when you look at how many teams we have, we basically have 10 quote unquote meta teams. Now, if they keep releasing marquee tunes, where are you going to use the marquee releases? Because it's all going to be legendaries, hero journeys and galactic legends in grand arena. Um, I think they have to find a way that people are going to want to use the marquee tunes because that's how they're going to make money. So I'm just, I wonder how that's going to play into this when you talk about people having four galactic legends, plus then a gas and a Darth Revan and a CLS with Chupio and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Uh, like we're going to have to have just bigger grand arenas. Like right. we're just going to have to have, I mean, if they expanded, just if it, it would be a huge challenge. I mean, a huge shift, even just, even if they went from seven teams on deployed to nine right now, like, Oh yeah. That would make so many more teams relevant. If we go to nine, you're going to start to see like a Rolo team, just the G 13 semi defense, because there, there's just no way to avoid it. Um, you know, and I, I actually would like that because it's going to add variation to the grand arenas. Um, but hopefully when we get a new division zero or division one or something one day hopefully that'll happen in our next update i doubt it but <laughs> i doubt it too i hope it'll be soon because it is well over one hundred thousand, easily over a hundred thousand in division one and it's only yeah. going to get bigger you can't go back divisions 
Right. Well, I, I was ranked before I placed defenses. I was ranked 102,000 uh, yeah, so this grand good. arena. So that's, you know, womp womp. Uh, um, <laughs> that was mean, <laughs> but, uh, Random F you. grand arena center scoreboard there, sir. Mm. Uh, but, um, yeah, we, we need something there, especially with more teams added. So give, give us nine teams. Let us, let us actually make decisions. And Gom is sitting there saying he would love eight or nine teams. I would, <laughs> not want to yeah. go up against his eight or nine defense teams <laughs> Dear lord no i know like i think gom would benefit if we had 12 teams honestly he, like he probably would <laughs> he would be the king yes if he's not the king already he would be the king so. yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah i would still probably go for it though oh um, yeah yeah Anyways, Galactic Legends will come out probably tomorrow, and all of our stuff that we talked about will probably totally be irrelevant. So it's the way this podcast works, it's what we get for recording on a Monday. Hey, yep, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. Uh, so what next up is talk? actually talking about Grand Arena. <laughs> okay. Weird. Weird. So real quickly before we get into our Grand Arena, you know. This is the first Grand Arena with two ships. You know, we've had one week of it. In that one week, what have you noticed? Ah, so so people are more and more adept, and this is this is in this is for my main. So you yeah. know, like basically seven million GP. So I you know. I realized that that's unapproachable to a lot of different accounts and uh, whatever, but for, for the level that I'm at, I've noticed a ton of people, most of the people at my level have at least some off meta counters developed. Like everyone I faced uh, has had both Galactic Legends with Ultimates and Jedi Luke, like that. that's just a granted. Now the thing I check on their roster actually is if they have a seven star Chupio uh, that's Relic. Like that's the first thing I look at on, on uh, a roster and um, the, the other piece is how developed are their fleets and fleets fleets are fleets are more relevant I've had you don't know how many people have sent me I hate fleets in all capital letters uh, through <laughs> DM like this this yeah. last week I bet I have like almost 10 people who have sent me some version of I hate fleets and I'm like I used to and now they're really interesting what have what have Rampant. you noticed? Um, so <laughs> he's, he's one. He, he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't one of them that DM'd me. But yeah, I, I yeah. saw his post. He did post on the GA Center <laughs> uh, results page. Um, I so one of the things I've noticed, and a lot of people have been talking about how they're placing negotiator and malevolence and etc. My best defensive team for fleets right now has actually been the Akbar team with double tanks. And granted, I haven't gone up against anybody with a seven-star finalizer yet, but I don't even have a Biston. I don't even have Biston on the team. It's been Akbar, then uh, Falcon, Biggs, Y-Wing, then Phantom, Wedge, Ghost, and some random ship off the bench because I'm keeping Cassian for offense. Um Nobody has scored over 56 banners against that team. And I've gone up against 
at least two of the players I went up against was a very, were very good players. Um, there's, you know, one of them is from Gom's guild of Wolfpack. One of them is from your guild of hot ski patrol on your main. Both are good players. Neither scored more than 56 on fleet. In fact, I won. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit next in the next segment, but I, I won one of my battles strictly because he got 51 against my, uh, rebels fleet and then Gosh. i faced that fleet on my alt and i got 56 against it so um you know i i know people are placing negotiator and keeping the rebels for offense i don't think you need to um well i mean you can still place negotiator but if i think the best defense would probably be negotiator and the rebels because my rebels are causing trouble. And I've seen that from a bunch of different people. It's not just what I've experienced. I've seen it from other people on our discord server too, where the rebels are doing work on defense. So I, th- I think the jury's still out on that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go too strong with that. Uh, would be my advice. Cause uh, my experience. So both, so all of my opponents placed rebels this week uh, on my main and granted I had a seven star finalizer, and I don't know if the speed on that probably is very significant uh, shift, but the, and granted, they also didn't have Biston on their starting lineup. So maybe totally different, but I just crushed those rebels so hard with finalizer. It wasn't close. Like I got over 60 banners every time. And my guess is that I would have been able to not, not in a, like a talking crap kind of way against you, but like I, my guess is that I would have been able to do the same against your rebel fleet just because you didn't have Biston on there. I don't know how Biston modifies that interaction, but like if Biston is similarly uh, marginalized by finalizer, then I think the rebel fleet right now is good until people start getting seven star finalizers at which point right. Rebels will stop being as strong. Oh, yeah. And that's, uh, that's why I did preface it with I haven't gone up against the seven-star finalizer yet because I do know that that changes things. But I think for the majority of the people out there, they're not going to have a seven-star finalizer for at least five more months um, because I, I think most people are right at the entry to six stars right now on finalizer. And you talk about like the people in division two uh, that have also been suckered into this double fleet um, where they might only have one GET one ship and they're not going to have Biston leveled up. Rebels might be a good solution on defense to them if they only have one GET one ship. Right. Um, yeah, well, I say this a lot. We'll just have to see. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, it's the first week of this, so who knows what's going to happen next week. I think I figured out how to beat um, this Rebel comp with my negotiator, and the key is Y-Wing not, not using Houndstooth, because I think a lot of people still use Houndstooth as a crutch on their negotiator fleets. Um, and against Rebels... Well, against every team, you don't need to. Y-Wing is a fantastic ship. The only time you need Houndstooth, I would say, is in uh, a mirror match, just in case you lose the first two coin flips in the mirror match. Um, 
but yeah. So uh, we'll see with fleets. I, I don't think I'm going to change what I did with fleets, at least for the next week, maybe, maybe week three, maybe week four, but I think at least for next week, I'm going to keep things the same and test it more to just see how it all kind of plays out. Yeah. Uh, as with everything and eventually they're going to just release. I mean, if there's a new raid coming out, it wouldn't surprise me to find out that the new raid, the, the raid character is like a new capital ship or something. Yeah. Oh, well, we also talked about if in theory it is a death star raid, uh, red five would make a fantastic, you know, <laughs> new character. And, and and that would explain why we didn't have to gear farm boy Luke for the Grandmaster Luke. Uh, event. It would, it would, because you're gonna, you're gonna gear him anyway. We're gonna have to do it eventually. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but I mean, it makes sense. It, it, and it, it, Red Five is, I think you, I think you can easily classify it as a true legendary or you know historic type character. Iconic, perhaps. Iconic's probably the word. Yeah. Yeah. I would be excited by Red Five. Actually, that to me, that's almost at this point one of the most egregious missing, uh, quote unquote, characters in the game. Agreed. I, and we, we have three Falcons. Why can't we have one Red Five? Right, and we're due for a Fleet Arena meta change. So, what if that Fleet Arena meta change is, um, you know, Y Wing Red Five and Millennium Falcon with Akbar? I mean, that, that would be a good way to change the meta with one ship and drive people to improve in the raid. Uh, and no, not Red 5 with JTR. That is, thank <laughs> God she's already taken. She's already taken by a ship. <laughs> oh, no, Scav, Scav is uh, the pilot. Oh, that's true, that's true. Ship. Oh, no. But, no, but, I mean, if you want take... Actually, take she's already R7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, do it. View. She, yep. I'm, I already have her R7. Um, exactly. Go for it. Like that, go for that's it. why she won't be, because we yeah, already exactly. have to gear her. <laughs> right. So. Right. Uh, um, all right. Anyways, we should probably move on and actually talk about our uh, Grand Arena weeks. We had, yeah. we had good weeks uh, overall. In theory. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, it, I thought it was a good week. Uh, we both faced some actually very rough opponents uh solo how did you do in your first round well this was kind of a kick to the balls when i uh opened up my matchmaking on what was it tuesday afternoon and i so i had a direct rematch with the guy that i finished season 11 off with who beat me and i was cursing left and right because i don't know how to beat kylo apparently um and so I rather, you know, my problem was I didn't full clear. And so rather than go into the <laughs> rematch and say, I'm going to put down easier defenses. So I have more for offense. I said, I'm going to put down harder defenses. That way, if I don't full clear, hopefully he can't either. Um, <laughs> and so I went in and I had a loss to his Ray because my Vader counter got screwed up. I lost to his Grievous because I then had to use my Grievous counter to counter Ray. And then he was hiding Darth Revan in the back. And I, I, by that point I was running on fumes because he also places a very difficult defense. He's all, you know, a very good player, as I said earlier. Um, 
And so I lost to his Darth Revan once. Luckily, just pure luck, I decided to save my Red Panda uh, for offense. And so the thing that honestly saved me the game was I put Red Panda under a palp lead and he just destroyed the Darth Revan team. Um, you know, they killed Palp, but he did an AOE and took one out, and then he killed, or they killed somebody else on the team, and Red was just like, here's my AOE again, and took out three members of the Darth Revan team, uh, and I was able to clean it up. And then... That was magical. I was like, didn't think that was going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was cool. pure hope and, you know, chance, and it worked. Um, but then... He, so my opponent attacked almost immediately after my stream was over. And so I was watching your stream and then I was watching him attack at the same time. And he full cleared my bottom, which was, you know, CLS with Chupio and Darth, my Darth Revan and Supreme Leader Kylo and General Grievous. And I was like, oh crap, this is all one shot. I'm, I'm screwed. Um, but then he got to my Padme, actually. We talked about Padme earlier, and she has no uses. Well, uh, a G12 Plo job on the Padme team somehow saved me and messed up his Padme counter. And so he took four attempts on Padme. I, I, first time I've ever used this Dooku team. It was what? Dooku, Droidica, Nest, Vandor, and another Scoundrel. I forget which one now. Um he lost twice to that because once he lost to Padme, he, you know, he messaged me and was like, <laughs> I lost to Padme and I lost my ability to full clear. I thought, uh, cause he couldn't beat nest on, in that team. So it took him three times to get through Dooku. Even with that, since I lost so many times, he needed to average 60 banners and fleets and he would get the win. And he went up against, uh, my rebel team and he got 51 and he went up against the Empire, and he did try to undersize it, and he got the win, but he only got 67 banners because they were able to steal some protection. So I won by two banners. Uh, so I got my revenge. And so that was that was my round one. How did your round one go? Uh, your round one, dude. That was that was so epic. I I was cringing so hard for you. Uh, <laughs> just just the fact that we had like you had to have a rematch against the guy who like that round was super rough. Like, uh, you know, not nothing against you or how you played. I just like, I, I felt so bad that you, yeah. you know, you, you had that situation. And so just, you know, as a side note, like I, I love that you got a, you got the win, like you made your adjustments and got the win. You can move forward. And um, my match was a total laugher. It was against a dude named Booger. <laughs> and that was maybe the most notable thing. Like all of yeah. his teams that he set were, uh, I don't know, not, nothing against him. He, he's way more casual than me. He, he actually played though. He set teams, he attacked and I, uh, he couldn't clear me. And I just demolished him really, really, really hard. So <laughs> that was, that was basically it. Like his teams weren't good. I was very efficient. It's nice to start a round off pretty good. And then he actually messaged me in game. He like, I started a, I initiated a chat with him at the start of the match and he, uh, he was, you know, he, he, he like read my stuff, but didn't respond. Like he entered the chat, but didn't say anything. And I was like, <laughs> I guess not, whatever. And he was like, sorry, busy kids. And then he just like exited the chat. I was like, okay, well, I'll just, 
I don't have any reason to be nice to him on the stream. So, um, you know, it's always nice to feel free about that. And so, uh, then he eventually did watch it apparently. And he, uh, he messaged me back and I was like, oh, he's going to just like tell me what an a-hole I am. Um, <laughs> but he's like, sorry, I didn't like, give you a good match. Uh, we were on, we were trying to get our kids ready for vacation. And I have, you know, like it was, it was like the day of vacation and I barely had time to attack. And so I just threw teams in there and so sorry. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, very well then, like forgiven, I suppose. Yeah. Not, not that he had anything to be forgiven about, but. That was about the most notable. It was like all the little like mini side drama, but <laughs> it was it was fine. Um, the other two matches were much much more interesting, in my opinion. How how was your second match though, Solo? I feel like your first match was almost in a way like your group finals. Like like yeah. we had talked about that initially, at least because of all the the relative levels of lifetime banners and everything, but. Uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about that more, of course. How was your second match, though? Uh, the second match was the 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 smallest reprieve in this week. Let me tell you, first week is supposed to be the easy week where you go against people that don't care. That did that did not happen um, this time. So went into the second match. My opponent puts the same thing on defense every time. He um he always puts Padme on defense. He put a Grievous Newt on defense, and then he puts Jedi Knight Revan with Jedi Knight Luke on defense because uh, the team doesn't have the relics to be the Supreme Leader Kylo counter, so he puts it on defense thinking people will struggle to beat it. I did not. I full cleared in one shot. I mean, it, it wasn't a difficult defense at all, and it let me put an even harder defense down because I knew what he was going to put, so I just kept counters for his seven teams um so i won uh, one shot everything and then he was able to actually one shot everything which isn't surprising because of how much he kept for offense but he lost 57 banners while doing it so he only scored i think 2085 so it looked like he actually lost the fight when he didn't so i i got i got the easy win there um how'd your round two go Oh, this one was a little bit nerve-wracking. I, I had noticed right at the start, uh, there were actually two people I recognized in my group. One of them I didn't end up facing, and I was glad about him because it, it was a weird experience against him last time. But uh, this guy, his name was Enlo. He's on team, <clears throat> excuse me, a team instinct. And he's a, uh, like, he knows his stuff. Like, those guys all know their stuff. Before that, when I, the first time I faced him, uh, this is a rematch. First time I faced him, he, uh, he had he had placed a really tough defense he was he was in i think pvp elite at the time which is which was one of the best as you might expect or maybe not like some people name themselves they're great guilds some pretty grandiose things that never pan out but uh it was one of the better pvp guilds so he had really good defenses last time like it was a rough match um i did beat him uh, that match. And so he, he knew who I was. He started a chat in discord. Like we had already even already talked on discord before that. Um, and, you know, so he knew, he knew it was coming and, uh, he, you know, he could do all the research he wanted and all my stuff is just <laughs> out there. So, uh, he actually, uh, when I was doing my, when I was doing my, uh, my pre, my, my scouting, I guess, for, for the match, I noticed that 
it, you know, like you, you kind of notice certain themes and stuff. And what I noticed was he, he generally against people who keep both galactic legends on defense, he took, he takes both galactic legends for offense and does mirrors with them. And then he places his own off meta stuff uh, off meta counters on defense. So like Vader on defense, Jedi Luke on defense, etc. Um, and then I, I was a, I was also able to predict that he was going to put his commander Luke team down with Chupio. I was pretty sure. So I actually, and it was, it was kind of cool. Like he, so we placed a bunch of teams I didn't expect because, because he knew I, who I was and he didn't, he wanted to throw me off. So I did, I got to do, I got to do some cool counters. I used general Grievous to counter commander Luke with Chupio. Um, and that, that worked out very nicely, uh, very controlled. As long as you have Newt on the team, it's, it's extremely viable. And then um, I also used Night Sisters against Jedi Revan. It was, it was fascinating. So he, he did keep both Galactic Legends. He didn't end up able to clear me uh, in the match, and I was able to one-shot clear him. Um, I don't know. It, it was a very tricky defense. I still got a decent score, but uh, yeah, yeah, I was... So I won, but it, it was a lot harder. And of course, the next match was looming ahead of me with a guy <laughs> with super high lifetime. So, of course. Um, but your third match, you got paired against my guildmate. How did how did that match go? It was painful. That, that's what that was. So, your guildmate, I, I went through the history for six weeks straight. He always placed the same defense, and it wasn't an easy defense. He would always place. Um, Ray, Gas, Darth Revan, Padme, and um, JTR with the bros. And so it was the same thing for six weeks. And so I was prepared for that. In fact, I was practicing uh, my Jedi Knight Luke lead counter against Darth Revan to be able to counter all these teams and put a strong defense. Um, and then I opened up the board and he had Supreme Leader Kylo, which... At first I panicked, but then I went into arena and practiced Vader lead against General Grievous to the point where uh, I only last lost the matchup once. So I, I was able to win nine times out of ten. Um, it was just a question of varying degrees of banners you get from the wins because if you get a crit on Grievous at the beginning – you just steamroll them. Um, if you don't crit v Grievous in the beginning, you're in a lot of trouble. So I, I went in and I was like, okay, I can do this. I have all my counters. I can clear the front. And he usually, he puts strong teams because I mean, at, at this GP, we all have strong B teams, but you know, he usually put geos and bounty hunters in the back. So I could use my night sisters on the geos. I could use my or troopers on the bounty hunters and call it a day except for went into the Kylo counter um, and old Ben didn't land the ability block. And then I lost my Jedi Knight Revan. <laughs> and then uh, Kylo got a swipe and I lost my old Ben and Bastila. And then I lost <laughs> that fight uh, because that's the way it goes. If you can't land ability block consistently Um and then, so here, here's how, here's where I lost the fight because at that point I was, I still could have won because my Darth Revan got a hold. Um, 
I put my geos on defense and he put such a strong defense that I, I had nothing to counter his gas except for my gas. So I couldn't even like do a situation where I took my general Skywalker and just cleaned up because I just had nothing to counter his general Skywalker team with. Um, and my, because Zareth is always talking about geos on defense. I was like, all right, let me, let me try geos on defense this time. And then I didn't have a cleanup to his Kylo. So it was very frustrating. Cause here's the thing. I did a lot of fun things on offense. Like, you know, I was able to beat his JTR with the resistance hero bros fairly easily that Vader lead against Grievous. Um, I didn't even I didn't get the crit on the Grievous, and, I, and when I say I didn't get the crit, I mean I hit him for. <sighs> he probably still had like seventy thousand health left <laughs> because he was still in the green after the saber throw. Um, yeah, that was that was the most pathetic throw I've it, ever seen Vader it was. throw. Usually, so when I practiced in arena, uh, if I missed the crit, I would still hit for like one hundred and seventeen thousand. So Grievous would drop down to like low yellow basically and he would just need a cleanup um but what happened was and this is why i didn't hit him as hard is his new is basically a paper new it was gear 12 and i think no extra gear pieces so when i was in merciless and i did just a basic on his new his new just died and so grievous (laughs) so Grievous gets his bonus turn. B2 doesn't get the bonus turn during Merciless, but Grievous does. So Grievous went um, and he shed his debuff. So he got rid of the speed down that was on him. So instead of having three debuffs on him, when I hit him, he only had two uh, from the Vader lead with the dots coming back. So there was less debuffs to hit off of him. Uh, But I was... I was actually able to still pull it off and I still pulled it off for decent banners. So it's frustrating that I lost because of the lack of ability block and a Supreme leader Kylo when I did such, such other fun things on offense. Um, but you know, sometimes that's just the way it goes. So, uh, there we go. So how did your, how did your championship round go? Because like you said, you went up against the guy with, uh, very very uh very good lifetime banners yeah so uh the guy was 462k uh lifetime so that's it's a little less than mine but i mean he wins almost all of his matches and to further complicate things after we'd both placed our defenses he was like he, he messaged me and he was like hey uh like when's the stream I was like, oh, so you know who I am as well. So you, you placed a bunch <laughs> of like tricky things. The thing is when I scouted him, he, uh, so I scouted him six weeks back. I, I like to do a pretty thorough scouting against these guys who have a uh, really high lifetime and switch their defenses every time, uh, just so I can get a feeling for uh, kind of like their tendencies and uh, like their predispositions towards certain teams. And uh, what I learned was no one had one shot clear, full cleared him for at least six weeks. Like his defense is really tough. He almost always puts both Galactic Legends on defense. 
uh, along with a bunch of other teams that are just pretty tricky to deal with. And uh, he always places them in different areas. So it causes doubt like this time when he placed, so he did place double Galactic Legends. He put both of them in the back zone and then he put Grievous with Newt and he put uh, Padme in the zone ahead of him so that I, I was so tempted to use Vader on one of those two teams, actually on either of them. I would, I would have happily done that. But I was like, if he has double Galactic Legends in the back, I don't know. Um, so anyways, I, I did, I placed like Nice Sisters on defense for the first time in weeks. Uh, I don't know, I, I made a few adjustments, but uh, in the end, like he, he made his attacks before I, uh, my stream went. So I really appreciate that. So I could show people my back zone and, you know, all the teams that I had available. Um. So he made his attacks and he actually was basically stalled out. He couldn't get through my top zone. Um, he killed all my Galactic Legends. He did, he did a, a pretty good job. And then that top zone, he just kind of ran out of steam because he had placed such a tough defense himself. Um, and his defense, though, was so tough. I was like, I don't know how, how I'm going to be able to clear the top zone and the bottom zone and two Galactic Legends. I ended up needing to use Nest to solo, well, quasi solo, because I, I had, <laughs> he had R2D2 with Padme. So R2D2 was like 110% uh, potency. Uh, so I needed to avoid getting stunned by R2D2. And so I added Farm Boy Luke as lead, and that was it. So it was Farm Boy plus Nest. So after Farm Boy got killed on the first hit, uh, then we, we I was able to, like, Nest, I think I had 10 seconds left, and I cleared his yeah. Padme squad. So that was uh, that was good. That, that was huge because I, I, I specifically saved. I've been putting Nest with Ray lately. I specifically saved Nest because he usually places Padme on defense. Uh, and I, I was like, okay, well, I, I got to do this if I can. So once that, once that happens, like if you can use Nest to solo a team, that opens the doors pretty wide to be able to use the teams that you want. So then I was able to, I was able to one shot the rest of his teams. He did have a really tricky raid team with a uh, Malak at 180% tenacity. Uh, I was able to Vader it just barely and I didn't get great banners on almost any of my attacks, but I, I did one shot clear him for the first time in at least six weeks uh, that that happened to him and gave him a loss that which also rarely happens. So uh, pretty, pretty intense match. It was cool. Like he actually came to the stream and was like talking about, you know, his attacks and like, it was fun. Like he made it a lot more fun. My opponent, your opponent can ab absolutely has a lot of power over your gaming experience. As I I've noticed over the course of time, um, and that he was a really cool guy. So a uh, huge shout out to him. And I went, ended up going three and zero for the week, even though I had a couple really rough opponents. So nice. uh, yeah, good week yeah. for me. It was, it, it was fun to watch your attacks this week. Um, because oh, thank you. You went up against some <laughs> some difficult difficult people. At least in round two and round three. Round one was kind of a you know gimme. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. uh, your next two were you were just as stressful as mine for two and three fights of mine. Which it's week one, people. It's week one. Give me the easy matchup. <laughs> uh, 
No kidding. I, I was like, guys, you, you need to stop. This is week one. Like, right. Give me more boogers. <laughs> like for my round one. I like being the guy who ensures that those guys don't uh, get paired up with people like me in later rounds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, well. All right. Yeah. Well, we got through week one. Hopefully week two will be calmer than week one was. Though, knowing my luck, I'm going to have a rematch because I feel like now every other week I'm getting a rematch. So uh, we have reached that point of our roster development. <laughs> yeah, those guys, all the t- all the really try hard guys will be in uh, Chromium with Kleso. That, so. Well, that's true. <laughs> Kleso, I was watching Kleso claim his feats today and I was... I couldn't get to the keyboard fast enough to yell at him. I was like, no. <laughs> and there he did it. So I know he uh, claimed a feat too early, and now he'll be in Chromium. Yep. And there hopefully that'll help. That'll open the doors for us to take number one in GA Center. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I hope he actually wins. There I do too. too. His streams are going to be good. Um, uh, all right, so why don't we move on to the next part? We we have a bunch of podcast questions again. Uh, this time, this week, we have a little more time to answer them, ironically. Um, so let, let's get into it a little bit in this next segment. So I'm going to skip the first one and we'll answer it last because uh, that one's probably going to take the most time. So uh, electric... Electrium conductors, the second to last piece, ones that use a very restrictive amount of gear 12. This is for relics. Um, are, what is the most efficient way to go after them? Uh, even the crazy expensive packs give very few of them. Buying them in shipments is limited and the gear farms suck. Um, so how do you go after those pieces? I mean, there's not an easy way really like finish yeah. top 10 in your raid that's honestly yeah I, I pray pray that i get them in my top 10 sith rewards uh i will say on my alt i was farming them for about a week to get jedi knight luke to r7 <laughs> um uh, there's there's just no no good way to get them i wouldn't buy the packs honestly, because I don't think those packs are quite worth it. Um, I think you, they're okay for their crystals. Like, Well, that that's it. They're, they're okay. It's not that it's like the Zeta bundle that just, why would you buy that? It's, um, they're just, eh, eh, you know, that kind of reaction. So I've never right. bought them via packs. Uh, right. Well, oh yeah. So, I have just because if you want to cut corners and get them <laughs> quick, like they're about the same value, I think, as uh, but just buying the gear for yeah. like. So, I I would say uh, it's as good a way as way as as any. Like being patient sometimes works. Like I, I would yeah. say, like just really trying hard to stay uh, at relic five and below. <laughs> that's probably just right. a good good principle to live by anyways in general like some some characters need seven and six and seven but for the most part like if it, it's a good it's a good good reminder like hey why are you upgrading this character to relic seven or relic six like do you actually need to do this right you know like it actually stops you from doing that 
Um, otherwise, so someone in chat asked uh, assault battles and my response is like, yeah, it's great if you can do it, but it is not worth tearing your hair out. Like no. the, the Night Sisters one. The one People, today, the yeah, worst day yeah. of the month right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the one that you need to be able to use Night Sisters on because apparently Phoenix, even at high relic levels, can't even come close to finishing it. Uh, yeah. Apparently, though, it, like, so the Night Sister one, I don't know if anyone's even beat the, the third tier or even tried, but even the second tier is so perversely difficult. Like, you have to remod your DACA to have Crit Avoid yeah. and do all this stuff. And I tried for like an hour one day, got kind of close to beating it. And I have all Relic Night Sisters well modded, still couldn't get through it. And I was like, no reward is worth this. No. <laughs> yeah. I, um, Today, in fact, in our one of our private chats on our Discord server with only a couple other people, I was cursing up a storm just because it took me an hour to do tier one today. It took me an hour because every time I would get in and the stupid B1s would die of plague in uh, wave three, and so I couldn't line up Talia's uh, turn meter right. And then I finally got it one time line up Talia's turn meter perfectly. So she goes right after um, Sidious, basically. And Sidious did a basic on his opening move and then did the AOE on his second turn. And then the turn meter was all messed up and I lost. And I was, you know, I don't like throwing things, but my phone got very close to being thrown against something. Um, th- <laughs> and that's sorry. tier one. That, that was tier one or challenge one, whatever it's called. Like that wasn't even tier two of it it was just absurd um just because i couldn't get the turn meter to line up the way it should like i so it, it, i don't even try tier two at this point like i just don't even bother because it's no. just not worth it no I, so i do tier one i can do i can beat that the first try but I, my nice sisters are a little stronger than yours more developed um yeah th- that being said i do fail that every once in a while in fact just because if your DACA dies, like he does the healing immunity and that right. screws DACA so bad. Um, it does. It does. And then, and then when and she, then she dies, dies, like, the dots. That's, yeah, that's so the worst this, part. Right. Yeah. This last match, actually, what happened, um, like earlier today, I, I was, I was doing the event and DACA died and all I had left was uh, spirit and zombie. Um, <laughs> but because I tells in lead, I did so many uh, assisting attacks that I eventually uh, got everyone uh, I got uh, what I think I got Talzin, yeah. So Talzin revived like on the final hit against uh, against Sidious, and he just like, kept doing basics and yeah. missing against Spirit. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll just let's see where this goes. So <laughs> I went into the next round, into the next uh, zone with just Talzin and Spirit and Zombie, and then I did a mass assist with uh, Talzin, and it killed someone somehow. And so it brought someone else back and then I was, a, it brought DACA back and then DACA got a turn and I revived someone else and I was like, Oh, easy. <laughs> I, I guess I'll continue. But yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's, it's sketchy AF if you don't want to remod and get all, get all crazy. Right. It's fun. I get It's not fun. It's not I, fun. There's nothing fun about bad. this event. Like some of the other assault battles are fun. This one is just torture. Um, 
and then you get and then you get three of this piece and you need 20 right. for one relic level so right so exactly. battles assault battles it's like if you can auto the first one or the the tier two great if yeah. you can't it's if you want to have if you think it's fun then do it because that's what you should be doing anyways yeah and otherwise, just move along. I haven't attempted after that like hour long attempt I did that one night. I haven't upgraded yeah. my nice sisters for a while. No. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even consider doing it unless they, unless they start. You know, like you had speculated, maybe tier three of these assault battles are gonna start having these mod the mod upgrades. Um, for, I probably for the new still update. won't do the night sisters. <laughs> I won't. I don't even consider doing the Night Sisters yeah. if we have to get through tier three. I don't know. Right. I don't know if anyone's even beat that actually. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I how will. You, how you could? So I don't do the one with the droids where you use the Thrawn lead and it takes like forty minutes and you beat it in one shot, but it takes forever to get through. Was that the Ewok one? I don't do that because I don't think the time commitment is worth the reward. Um, but at least that one. If they add better rewards, I can do like this Night Sister one. I'm just, it, oh, it, it's so frustrating. And the worst part about it is, since the last time it ran, I actually got relics onto my Talzin because she was G12, and I had more trouble this time after getting her up to G13 than I did when she was G12. And that's the most annoying part. Someone just said in chat force who just said that they got in tier three they got to wave four and daka got crit for 273k damage <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i'm like that doesn't even surprise me at all no. <laughs> it's no. just a, a, obnoxious aff yes yes maybe, it is. maybe maybe when they make uh ahsoka fulcrum phoenix tagged maybe that's that's the secret to tier three <laughs> of, of this event <laughs> oh. i doubt it but i mean <laughs> uh, i'm so yeah. sad right now all right next podcast question because that's what yep. we're working on um this has to do with the mod changes so with our offense primary crosses and triangles now absolutely garbage since secondary offense can get potentially higher how excited are you for having Vader at 30% potency, 10% offense, and a 30 speed on a cross? If I can get that cross, I would be amazed. Um, I hope I can. That would be fantastic. If I get that cross, I don't know if it's going on Vader, though. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how. We'll see who else might get it. Uh, but offense primary is never going to go out of style. Um even if you can get a higher secondary than the primary, why wouldn't you want an offense primary cross? Like if you're putting an offense primary on somebody, why wouldn't you want that extra offense on them? Like I just don't I don't think that will change anything. Yeah, um probably not. I I don't think I don't think offense primary crosses are absolute garbage like secondary offense can get higher potentially now they they can't really though and that they're uh, right because my highest or wait well you you keep talking i i uh, we looked at i talked about this with you uh where i looked at my highest offense secondary because somebody else was talking about it um 
Can, we can look that up. That's researchable, isn't it? On uh, GG, like we can actually look at the best offense percentage. Yeah, I, w I was just gonna honestly sort my mods and see, because yeah, I like, have a couple that hit five times. Um, I, I think you get close, but I, I don't think you can actually surpass the eight point whatever. Like, it's nice right. to get it. That, that's super cool to get it if you can. Um, you know, and on Vader, that would be pretty cool because you want that potency cross. Like, you need that potency cross anyways. So, right. I don't know. I don't think they're negated at all. Like, it, and it, plus it's easy to get them. Like, right now, it, you still, you're still going to have to do a lot of work to get those really high secondary numbers. Uh, right. I, I don't think, I don't think that they're, I don't think offense wow. percent is negated at all. Right. It, it was my alt that I looked at. And my highest offense secondary is 5.4%, I think, on my alt. Um, yeah, there we go. Sort. And apparently yeah. this game does not like uh, sorting mods, but... Yeah, 5.64% offense is my highest. That's with four rolls. So even giving it one more roll, it's not going to be 8.5. Um, right. And like somebody else just said in chat, and a few people are saying now, the max is still going to be the max. It's not because you're still capped at five, five rolls on offense. So nothing's right. going to change about the max that you can put. It's just going to be now you might have five rolls into offense and four rolls into speed or three rolls into speed. So that's, what's going to be changing. Yeah, exactly. Like we're the mod will get better, but not in that particular thing. Like if there's a, if there's a flat offense uh, secondary on there, like sure the mod can, I guess, hold more offense, but. Um, right. You shouldn't really be trying for that number these days. Anyways, you need that percent increase. Yeah, it, right, until exactly. seven dot mods come, and the yeah. the modifier for those is crazy for for flat offense. But <laughs> right. that, let's not think about those. In a few years, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Next question: yep. How would you mod Nest on defense with Galactic Legend Ray to hinder the Vader counter? And I'm asking you specifically because I know, like you just said, you run <laughs> you've run Nest on uh, defense. So I think that the ideal actually for nest for that situation, I think you take a fast nest with potency is what you do. Like you don't need the damage necessarily. Like you just want to make her fast with a lot of potency. So you can get that days off as quick as you can. So you're not getting, they can't gain bonus turn meter from stuff. I think that if you're going to do it, that that's probably the best. I, I was just throwing, I, I threw nest in there just to, mess with my opponents to see if they'd you know like change their team comps and uh i took a couple hits uh to get through for one of my opponents the another opponent uh got through it in one shot I, i'll have to see what ga c history shows but i, I think potency and speed that because you want nest to daze people what do you think solo yeah i um I tried, well, I didn't try it the other way. I, di I didn't actually place it, but so somebody in my arena shard, when we, you know, this was back in like April or early May, ran a like super that. slow tenacity nest on, um, on their arena team. And so 
all it did was it, it added to the timeout potential because if you didn't get her below the damage threshold before uh, before like one minute left, you, you just won't clear the team because you're going to timeout. So you can do that. It doesn't stop the Vader counter just by default. Um, this, the super slow nest just adds to the timeout potential. And so because of that, uh, one saber throw can take out nest after she's taken a turn. So I'd say, like you said, make her super fast. If you have like a 320 nest, then you add in the ray lead and she gets a days off. Um, that's going to be much, much more dangerous than just a potential timeout. Yeah. Well, I also think uh, another step maybe you want to look at for nest would be health because if, yeah. Or or maybe even protection, honestly. Like, if you can make it so that Vader does a hit and gets her into damage immunity, I mean, that's always frustrating as well. Right, yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, and even if you have, like, 180% tenacity, a Vader saber throw with weapons tech, even without any debuffs, can kill most, most nests. Um, you know, at after she's taken a turn and she's just on her health and the protection is gone, you know, a saber throw is still going to kill her. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how we would do nest fast and potent. Um, all right. So next one, and uh, we actually already talked about this. What are your priority mods to move to six a ones that are high speed rolls already or something else? Um, you know, for me, it's going to be, I think my first, my first six or seven are going to be the ones that are, have hit speed four times already and have great secondaries that I won't be disappointed no matter how they hit. From there, I think I'm going to be looking at the ones that have hit a good secondary a couple times, like offense or defense depending on you know or health depending on who i'm modding and the speed is sitting like around you know 13 or 14 so it's hit speed twice it's already hit the secondary i want and now i'm try for speed i think that will be after i get my my fantastic mods out of the way that will kind of be the next the next gate um what about you um yeah, so <laughs> first I'm going to wait to see if pilots uh, actually, <laughs> uh, like if it increases their actual, like not not just like their GP, but their actual stats. Um, Touche. I'm guessing that it won't, but if, if it does, then pilots will probably end up being my first priority. Uh, yeah. The next being, so probably just the mods within like the probably like my good mods, the ones that have a couple rolls on percent offense and a couple rolls on speed, right? In like the plus uh, 15 to 19 range. That's probably uh, speed range. That's probably what I'm going to be going for. I don't know. Like the thing is, the fact is uh, there are a few specific mods that are going to be great candidates and then the rest will be like mediocre. So uh like I'll do the real obvious ones first and then go from there. Like the same as what happened when we got six E like I, you know, there, 
I think that the most, the biggest priority for, for six E were like arrows actually. Yeah. Um, Cause you got two speed. <laughs> yeah. You get the plus, the plus speed and arrows, arrows are like the best mods in the game, just because then you can also get some obscene secondaries and nothing's going to change about that. Now they can still have a lot of speed. They'll be capped on speed and we don't have to worry about that as a secondary. And instead we can just go for, um, we can just go for the uh, crazy secondaries. So yeah, well, the percent secondaries are probably what I'm going to be going for. Yeah, that that mod I have on my alt that's 5.6 percent offense secondary. That is on a speed arrow. Um, actually, this might be the first mod I do that also has uh, flat offense as a secondary, percent health as a secondary, and percent crit chances secondary. Um, and it's a crit damage speed arrow. So that actually might be number one <laughs> on the list at this point uh, for my all. Uh, but I do agree. I, you know, there's going to be obvious ones. And then from there, it's really going to be kind of picking picking your need. Um, well, in chat, they, they make some good points. Um, like crit avoid or offense arrows with yeah. sec- speed secondaries. Like... It's, it's pretty cool. Like you can actually, the best you can do, and it's super, it's still going to be super vanishingly rare, but you can get a plus 30 speed secondary. Like how awesome would that be to have a good, uh, like an offense set arrow uh, with offense, what they can, I, I don't know, with, with yeah. a, uh, an offense, I can't talk, but <laughs> how awesome would it be if you, if you could, some of these stats, you could just get maxed out, like having 30 plus 30 speed or, you know, like in the high twenties mm-hmm. and a really high offense uh, secondary as well, like that, that would be a dream. So, well, uh, I was helping somebody with their mods and uh, for the cam mission. So I was helping build a cam loadout for them. And I looked at his crit avoidance arrows and he has a plus 25 crit avoidance arrow. And I was, I was like on a, um, on a health set. And I was like, this just isn't fair. Like, where, where is this mod on my account? Right. Is, I probably sold it about two years ago. Um, <laughs> yep. But, but I was like, oh, this, God. Just um, like all the accuracy arrows that probably could, are probably going to be super important eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, womp womp. Um, yep. All right. Next question. Um, should you put the Zeta on general skywalkers basic because without it you get a double assist from echo um and a lot of people a lot of people disagree on this uh what what are your thoughts on it it's it's actually really interesting because also uh on the basic if you don't have the zeta on then you just do uh you do that hit um well now i'm trying to remember what the basic does like does it give you the double attack and you only do one otherwise uh well if you don't give the zeta it's you do two basics yeah you still do two basics if you do the uh uh, zeta you do that other attack um and so the attack you get is called telekinesis and it's deal physical damage to target enemy if possible this attack will crit hit enemies with armor shred the target enemy is dazed it reduces general skywalker's cooldowns by one right so I actually, I've been thinking about that a lot on, especially with my alt, who's been um, a little bit struggling on certain things. Uh, here's the thing, like, so his basic doesn't miss ever. 
and so it hits through foresight. But if you have your Zeta, then you do the special ability that he gets with it and it misses the second hit. Like it would be super nice to actually be able to choose a mode for him so that he could actually just do two basics without doing his like force push or whatever that attack is. Um, like that, that would actually make a substantial difference or make that ability so that it doesn't miss either. Cause that, that's super frustrating to me. I'm like, I want to do two hits, but one of them's just going to miss. Uh, uh, and if I didn't have the Zeta, I would do both hits. So, All right, so let me counterpoint that, though. Uh, because I do think it can go either way. Uh, so I'm not saying you're wrong as much as, let me just play devil's advocate here. So, <laughs> you know, I run the Ray Mirror in Arena um, daily. And my first move with General Skywalker is to do the days first uh, because I'm usually hitting Jedi Knight Revan who has lifeblood on him. And I want the days first because then he felt was up on that special attack with a Sundering Strike, which does more damage when the opponent is dazed. And then I use Jedi Knight Luke to call um, Skywalker to come in and assist. And I'm only hitting somebody that's dazed at that point. And I will be honest with you. I want when I'm hitting their Jedi at Revan, because it takes a minute and a half to get this bastard killed. Um, I want to be using Skywalker's big hits more often than I do with like the armor shred or the days than I am his basic. And I want his cooldowns to be reduced when I'm hitting Jedi at Revan in this mirror match. So for me, yeah, you would hit through Foresight, but it really doesn't matter in the Ray Mirror matches. Reducing his cooldowns matters a lot more than just getting one more hit on their Kenobi through Foresight. So yeah. I, I actually like this Ada on the basic. Um, so that that's kind of my, my feelings on it. I think, like I said, it could go either way, though. I think in general, I do like it too. I, I would still advise people to get it. I just, I find myself very frustrated by the fact I can't like choose to do it. That's <laughs> yeah, all. that's fair. Uh, and I, I, you know, I do think your opponent, because even if you use Sundering Strike first, he follows up with the day's second. So on your second turn with Skywalker, unless they have high tenacity or they've cleansed that your opponent's going to be dazed. And I think when people tell you uh, that you want echo assisting, and so you don't want to give the Zeta because you want echo to assist, I think they're negating the fact that Skywalker's cooldowns are being reduced because that, that reducing his cooldowns is not a small thing. It's not just like it's, Oh, you're either going to get two basics um, and calling echo twice or it's just going to be a different attack. It's you're also reducing cooldowns. Right. Oh well, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think there's probably good, good points on both sides, but yeah. Yeah. It's not, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, this is not the hill I'm dying on. Um, it's not like Talzin lead where I will fight it to the death. I just think that for me personally, it's better to have the Zeta. Yeah. Um, and I, I I agree that, you know, it can be situational as well. Yeah. So, um, All right. so what's our next one? 
Yeah, ne- the next one is actually the one that we carried over from last week because they came in chat and asked us to answer it this time. So <laughs> on our Discord server. So uh, let's uh, let's approach it. And if we have to approach it again at a future point, we can. Um, yeah, we're running out of time here. Yeah. So. Uh, but so for newer players, there's an ocean of content to farm and there are multiple high value teams to pursue Unless someone is willing to drop a large sum of money, which most people aren't, some of these teams will have to be ignored for a long time. So the question is, outside of GLs, uh, let's do it this way. Outside of GLs, what would you put as the top two or three teams for somebody to focus on for, you know, a two million account? So early on, I, I think so. Commander Luke is super accessible, and especially now that Chupio, he's he's farmable super early on. Like that that team is that team is something you should be focusing on because it hits all the bases of, uh, of just a really good foundation uh, to be able yeah. to win uh, early on. Like commander Luke counters a ton of early game stuff. Uh, you get, you also get bounty hunters because with the commander Luke team, you have Chewy on there. You need bounty hunters for that. You need bounty hunter ships so that you can complete the, uh, some of the some of the different events and everything uh so that you get you get more upgrade mats and everything for uh for fleet and uh so i think that like really early on commander luke is a great uh guy to go for i think that uh the the goal too like the other thing you want to really aim for is like general skywalker is is like I'm not saying you need to get him specifically right away, but all the characters that you need to unlock him are super relevant. Um, and it, it would be hard, hard not to want to just point yourself straight at that. So, you know, like trying for the Commander Luke team, uh, that, that also includes farming up your Ewoks. And I know that's not super popular, but it is actually a very strong squad all the way into Division 2, apparently. I got a bunch of holds <laughs> on my alts Ewoks this week. Uh, and anyways, we it, it's... I think that like every character that you need to unlock the Commander Luke, the full Commander Luke team and the... Um, the general skywalker team those those are probably the two i would really point at so that that also includes unlocking like padme etc but uh what, what are your thoughts solo i mean with your all you are much closer to this level than i am but i, I still watch a bunch of the d3 or division three or division two streamers at least um and i kind of see what they're doing and a lot of them <laughs> that I've noticed uh, are very successful and don't even have the full Darth Revener, full General Skywalker team yet at this point. Like, look at a guy like Fort Mort, uh, if he's still in chat here. He just unlocked gas. He still has, an, I think, a Gear 8 Malik. Um, and he's still being very successful. So, I think what you say is absolutely correct. And I would take gas over Darth Revan almost any day. Um, So I wouldn't ignore them, but I think you can still be successful with building up a big base uh, of teams, you know, instead of just focusing on, you know, I on the prize, I'm getting this team, then I'm getting this team, then I'm getting this team. I think 
I think you can afford to kind of build up your roster and not necessarily ignore anyone. Just you don't need to fast fast track somebody uh, or fast track one specific team. Uh, except for CLS, I do I do agree with you that that CLS team, especially with Chupio, um, I mean he's early game counter, mid game counter, late game counter. You apply gear to him, and you won't be you you won't be uh, upset about it. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, just go for everything. So, right. Right. Next question. No. <laughs> uh, uh, well, the next question is your question, so we can we can push that till next week because um, yeah, we are. Uh, so next, uh, our next segment, we're kind of wrapping up here, sort of. Uh, yep. We both pretty close. We both play alts. Uh, my alt is sitting, I think, at six point four or six point. I think six point four million at this point. Your alt is what's your alt at now? It's division four two. Four million. Four million. Um, so we have different alts. Uh, how did your your alt has also finished top three in Grand Arena, finished top ten a couple times. So how how did your alt start start this uh, week? So uh, this is my first time in Division Two for my alt. Last month I got uh, third place in Division Three, and so I, I, I've, I'm always curious. Like everyone, everyone's always. It's like this big like rite of passage or something like people people are like I'm stepping into the next division. <laughs> I'm sure that it's go you know and then they make comments like man I I love being uh, like new to a new division. It's so much easier or wow I I just went into the new division and just totally got my you know my <laughs> hindquarters kicked hard. And I you know I'm like Okay, so let's see what my experience is. So I, I jumped into it, and it's just like Division Three. Uh, like my first, my first opponent was auto deploy. My second opponent uh, didn't attack. He just placed all his really tough teams on, uh, and then he just didn't attack. And then my third opponent uh, tried, but in the end, he couldn't clear my Ewoks or my Negotiator fleet, which is like the common recurring theme in division three and all yeah. the other previous divisions so like i got full clears i think i failed one attack the whole time and that was uh a really unfortunate general skywalker was fighting darth revan uh a way better relic darth revan and um i so i killed darth revan i killed everyone except for hk and hk just one shot skywalker who was the last remaining guy and i had to clean up hk so <laughs> It was, it was like, I don't know. If it wasn't traumatizing, then it was really funny. So otherwise, it, easy. I, I'm at, I don't know. I think I won, I've won 75 in a row on that account now. And <laughs> just rolling. So yeah. uh, how, was, uh, how, was your, uh, how was your week one on your alt solo? Yeah, this week sucked for both, both accounts. I'm just facing ridiculous roster. So... I started uh, the week along with on my main getting the rematch against a very good player. Uh, I started against the guy that had double Galactic Legends and Jedi Knight Luke, and my account does not have double Galactic Legends. Um, so the only way I could beat him was I put, because <laughs> I know he puts double Galactic Legends on defense every time. So I kept my Ray for a mirror match, figuring I would 
kill at least one Galactic Legend. I have Jedi Knight Luke on my alt. It's not, well, Luke is ready for the Supreme Leader Kylo counter. Um, but my supporting cast, I still had a Gear 9 old Ben. So uh, I tried the Jedi Knight Revan, Jedi Knight Luke counter with the Gear 9 old Ben. I actually, I got the entire team down around Kylo, but I left alone Kylo. Um, but my opponent had attacked, and I put Skywalk- General Skywalker, CLS, and a Grievous Newt team in the top zone blocking fleets, and he could not, he couldn't clear that zone. So I couldn't clear his Kylo in the top, but I full cleared the rest of the board, um, including the two teams in the uh, top zone. He couldn't clear any teams in the top zone, so I ended up getting the win. Then the second the second match was kind of a, eh, you know, I, I won fairly easily. And then in round three, I faced somebody with 464,000 lifetime banners uh, and a Supreme Leader Kylo. And for the first time in Grand Arena, I was able to beat a Supreme Leader Kylo with my Ray, Resistance Hero Bros, Haldo, and L3. Uh, so I was able to get nice. through him. And then I end up winning by two banners, a total of two banners. So I finished the week on the alt at 3-0. and uh, So my alt is back to being better than my main account. <laughs> Which is super funny. <laughs> it, it is. It is. Uh, but yeah, so that's that was our alt life. Um, brings us to the final segment of... You know, we've had a full week that we're all trying to fix our rosters. Uh, what have you done this week to your roster to try and prepare for Grand Arena? So I didn't actually even mention this to you yet. Um, I was trying to get this counter thing to work that I I ended up ultimately failing. It, it frustrates me. I had this project. Um, I was telling people about it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to make a video. It's going to be cool. I uh, got a new counter, and then it just ended up not panning out. And... Um, <laughs> But before I discovered that it wouldn't pan out, I, uh, I got my Barris up to gear 13, um, just randomly. So uh, I have Barris to gear 13, and that was, that was like almost it, actually. <laughs> that's, that's pretty close to it for me. Um, yeah. Didn't end up doing much else. So what, you know, I, I'm... I'm hoarding stuff i guess i got my my leia to gear gear 13 if that even counts for anything at all <laughs> yeah um, uh yeah and that that's it what about you solo so my week was just grandmaster luke requirements you know i got them all to g13 i farmed all the relics i haven't applied them like i said earlier um until i have luke at r7 it's going to be a very solitary focus answering this question because the answer is going to be stuff for luke stuff for luke now i'm gearing luke like uh, you know that's that's basically all it's going to be until until i have him until uh we transition to sith eternal emperor yeah exactly (laughs) exactly Uh, so ando just arrived in chat here um he says we may begin so Zareth, we're on to our final segment of pimping our stuff. Um, yeah, so let's begin that. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Actually, while we pimp our stuff, so I'm going to put up our October schedule for our Friday fights. 
I'll just move into this quick. So guys, um, we have a lot to try and help you. We also stream every Monday and Friday on this account. On Mondays, it's this. It is the podcast. On Fridays, we do our greener, Grand Arena battles. Um, and oh, I forgot to put it up on screen. So here is our schedule for our Friday uh, Grand Arena battles for this month, for this Grand Arena season this month. We just had Ando on on Friday. It was a very fun time, as Ando always is. Um, I believe all three of us got the wins, too, on Friday, which is nice. Yeah, we didn't uh, actually even fail one attack between we the three didn't, of us. We did not. Um, so this Friday, you can see there we have end-all, be-all. Uh, for those of you that are listening to, um, we have end-all. He's going to be on the stream with us Friday. He was with us and made his face cam reveal uh, the first time was on our stream. What was that in July? I think July or August. Um, he will be back on Friday. End all is smarter than both of us combined. Probably. I mean, he's a man that's so good at this game that he literally handicaps himself when he's setting his defenses by, you know, requiring like left-handed people that would, have mustaches have to be in every single team or whatever theme he does for the week. He is really fun to watch. So please join us. It is on the Gambit podcast, Twitch page. Uh, that will be Friday night. We both have YouTube pages. You can find Zareth by searching his name. It's X A E R E T H on YouTube. I am soul base 15 on YouTube. So S O L O B A S S one five. Um, we both have personal Twitch pages, which we stream our Grand Arenas on Wednesdays and Sundays. Uh, you can find mine. It's just Solo Base 15 again. Zareth, some, somebody decided to steal his name. So on Twitch, you have to find him by it's Zareth underscore prevails. So X-A-E-R-E-T-H underscore P-R-E-V-A-I-L-S. Um and we usually go back to back, whether he goes first and then I go, or I go first and then he goes. So you can catch our Grand Arena battles live as they're happening and mock us to uh, your full content if you so choose. Um, or, you know, subscribe and throw, throw a couple <laughs> bucks our way. We appreciate that as well. Always. Um, we also have a Discord channel. Uh, it is a Grand Arena focused Discord channel. Actually, it is quickly approaching the largest grand arena discord channel uh out there because there's we're only a couple hundred people off at this point um and you will notice uh we always have somebody there to answer questions if you have it uh in fact we highlight anybody that's made kyber's name in blue so you can see who has made kyber and can answer your questions best they can if sarah and i aren't busy yep. Or are busy, I should say. Um, We're elitist like that. We are. Or unless it's Derp. Never listen to Derp. Or maybe listen to him 50% of the time. Um, <laughs> Good call. <laughs> and then uh, finally, and listen, the most important thing that we have is a Google document that is a list of all the counters that we have actually used. Um, on the left of the page, it will tell you the full team that we fought. On the right of the page, it will tell you the full team that we used to counter that team. And then the most important and honestly, the most useful thing on this page it, or on this Google document is um, 
We have timestamped links to the actual counter itself. So if you want to see how to run the counter, you can. Uh, I haven't added it. I'm going to add it probably tomorrow night. But like uh, Vader, Counter, and Grievous will be on there. And it is a very specific turn order that most counter sheets will not give you. Uh, you know, just where most counter sheets just show you like, oh, here's the head of Talzin, or here's the head of Vader, here's the head of Grievous, they counter each other. Um, it's not that easy. And you will see how we run all of the counters. So hopefully you can uh, use it to your content and to your success. And while some people may say it's temporary, it's forever in our hearts. So I do encourage you to use the Google document. And with that said, um, I think it's time to call it a do. I think it's time to call it good as well, Solo. It's been great. Um, stay tuned for all the Galactic Legend discussion next week. Dear Lord, it's going to be madness. I'm sure there's going <laughs> to be drama. Be. Hopefully we find be. out more about the next project. I bet they're not going to announce anything, but um, yeah, there's going to be a lot to talk about next week. And There will be. Hopefully we'll be able to report that we've got 12 wins uh, between our alts and our mains. <laughs> Hopefully. And, yeah, it's been a lot of fun though, guys. Thanks everyone who uh, watched it live. Thanks for everyone who is listening to it uh, post live. Special yes. thanks to people who watched it or are going to listen to it more than once. So <laughs> who do both? Yeah. Um, you guys are crazy. but. Uh, and actually while we're, uh, on this real quick, we did have three new follows today for the, on Twitch. Uh, ironically, two of them are named Brill. So Brill Adrian, uh, Brill Council, thank you for the follows. And Figrin. Figrin Deanne. He's the... Or Dan B. Yeah, I can read. It's Figrin Deanne is the guy. Uh, he's the, the leader of the model nodes, the, the Cantina band in episode four. Just a wealth FYI. of knowledge there. Wealth of knowledge. <laughs> um, so thank you everybody for the new follows. We appreciate it. And we will uh, catch you next week. Remember evil sucks. And don't be a dick. Have a good week, everyone. Unless you have to. Yep. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you have to. There we go. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>